Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Hattrick and Ramsey podcast. Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe, you're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the people's podcast, here to rock the podcast world. Welcome to another edition of the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. We're back. It's uh, been a while, yes. No, not been a, a while, a while. It's been a few weeks, I think. A About a month. The reason why it's been a few weeks is we both have had the f- blinking lurgy. Aye. I've had it, Hugh had it really bad. I've Aye. had it recently. And uh, we've kind of been a bit busy as well in trying to get ourselves... We've given it to thousands. <laughs> yes. It's the, we've actually restarted the bubonic plague. <laughs> Yes, we're not, but we're holding, we're not guilty. Trust me, we're not guilty. Yep. Um, We've gone through how many boxes of Kleenex? <laughs> it's been more than normal, put it that way. And it's in. What do you use Kleenex for? Phrase it. And that's for when you blow your nose. Fraser's gone off air at the moment. We'll be right back <laughs> after a commercial break. <laughs> no, we've been uh, yeah, we've been managing to pass it on to pretty much everyone. Now my wife's got it, sadly. So, um, so she's she's been in her bed and all the rest of it. So yeah, but we're on the bed now. That's good. So, uh, so did you? Were the your local was your local shop sold out of Kleenex? Did you use them all? I had to get it from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Bolt by, <laughs> subscribe and save. <laughs> that could be taken by in a number of different ways. Good grief! Right, okay. We're on form. So, uh, yeah. So let's just say we've. Uh, yeah, we've been away from the news a little bit. Yeah, Although we've been keeping up from our from our bedrooms when you when you watch it on YouTube and the rest of it as yeah, to what's so been happening. Yeah, so we've basically um It's now election fever. Yeah, as I was gonna say, so we've basically uh, taken shares out in Kleenex tissues and uh then now we've so we've floated on the floated on the stock market. Um anyway, so election fever. Great, it's all happening. We got the well it is Wednesday night here as we currently record this. Now, Aye. tomorrow we have our local council elections. Yep. And with it being our local council elections, uh, we then have our uh, we have a snap general election, which is coming up mm-hmm. on June the eighth. Of June. Aye. So it's all go when it comes to election stuff. The, so, so I need to. That's what I need to stop doing. Is stop saying the word so. That's learning in my broadcasting. So I need, even if I have a break in my speech, it means it sounds a lot better. I've got a new microphone as well. So you can maybe sound me a bit better when you're listening to me uh, on the, on the, or to our viewers. Anyway, um, so election fever. Hugh, what we're gonna, what's kicking off the show today, Hugh? What we, what oh, it's kick- been fantastic. It's been a brilliant week, <clears throat> I'm sure, for all our listeners who have been into politics. Anyway, the, the Diane Abbott 
not just car crash interview. It was what they called a multi-car pileup. Um, it was so bad. She did about seven different interviews on radio and television, uh, and she didn't have a clue about what she was talking about. Um, she was saying that they were going to have 10,000 new police officers if Labour gets elected. Um, and then when asked how much it would cost, she said it was £300,000. And then this was on the LBC interview with Nick Ferrari. So Nick Ferrari said, are you going to pay them 30 quid a piece? A year, you know, is that it? And she went, oh. And uh, and you could actually hear her, hear her rustling through the paperwork to try and find out the proper figures. And she just, she just went from bad to worse. And then she said, um, it's going to be a little bit more than that. And then, you know, like, and then hang on a minute, I'll just get it. It was it, Honestly, it was classic comedy. It was one of the funniest things I'd seen in a, in a long time. But it was it was brilliant. Then she said she was going to pay them 80 million a year, which is still not enough. So it's uh, and then she found out that actually they've already promised the money for something else. So it was <laughs> I think to pay for NHS improvements or something, more money for that and other things and reversing cuts and that. So it's um, yeah, I mean it's it's just completely crazy. I, I genuinely think it'll be very interesting to see how the council elections go tomorrow. Um, because if it's if they do badly, then I think it's going to board for them even worse yeah. in the general election. I mean, people up and down the country, long, you know, lifelong Labour supporters, are now being told by their MPs who are Labour candidates to vote for to, to vote for the Tory because there's no way that Corbyn's going to get in. So it's fine to do it this time. So I mean, it's it's going to be incredible on election night. And also, we have Tango Tony is returning to politics. Aye. Uh, Tango Tony. So Mr. Tony Blair is going to be a ex-Prime Minister. Uh, let's say reluctant, well, basically got free... What's the word? Uh, he's trying to fund projects um, to, to go against um, Brexit. Well, obviously Tony Tony the Tango Blair, who um, never got any charges brought to him regarding the war crimes, and got set free, literally. Nothing said, oh, it's not charge him, you're fine. It's all good. So um, so he, he never got charged, and he's fun, trying to fund a thing. So try, what's the point trying to fund Brexit? Why? He's what? trying to, you know, he's trying to support MPs, I think, that are going to be for Remain. And then, and then this thing with Gina Miller and, that, and Richard Branson, you know, they're all trying to, um, they're trying to, to support MPs that represent Remain. To give them more advertising and things like that. But what's the point? But I, don't, I just don't think it's going to work. You put you put Tony Blair's name to anything like that now, and people are going to be even more to vote leave, you know, and to make sure that they get leave MPs as well. Right. Okay. And that. Uh, because uh, it's. Because um, the thing is, it's it's already happening, and Tony yeah. Blair's wait is far too late. Yes. You know, because end of the day, it's done and dusted. We're leaving the EU, and that's it. And we might not get a great deal, but we'll see. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get some deal, and I'm sure it will be a good deal. So why is somebody always calling me when I'm on the blinking phone? I'm, hang on a minute. Whose phone am I? Uh, John. It's, no, it's not. It's Donald Brown. I'm busy. I'm going to let it ring. I can't. Right, hang on a minute. I'm going to let it ring out so I can edit it. Just don't no. talk for two seconds. There we go. Stop. There we go. Sorted. Ah! Tell you, everyone and their dog wants to phone you at the wrong time. Right. And it's like, it's just crazy. It's like, go away, disappear, I'm doing a podcast. Uh, anyway, um, so, we're, <laughs> it's going to be really hellish in the editing part. So, after <laughs> I'm glad that's your section. <laughs> uh, tell you something, 
trying to edit that out, it's going to be fun. I might just leave it in for the sake of uh, the proves that when trying to do a live broadcast and trying to record a podcast, you, you just get all sorts of interruptions without even trying. Uh. And it just proves the, hmm, the, the stresses we have to go through. Yes, so, I'm doing it again, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been interested to hear what John Gaunt said today, actually. About what's I been happening. Been a bit slack on John Gone, and I've been actually planning to play catch up on some of the broadcasts I've not been listening to in a while, like James Whale, because uh, mm-hmm. I've just been so because we've both been ill. I've been ill, and I've been busy and trying to just without coughing, coughing my lungs up has always been interesting, um, and going through boxes of Kleenex. <laughs> I never even asked, you know. <laughs> Should there be an, an investigation into your use of that? Eh? So, uh, oh, I think he's choking. He's choking. Um, <laughs> he's out of cough. So, uh, right, anyway, it seems like he's about 50 fags every two minutes. Cigarettes, that is. It's not fags. Be careful for the American users of cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> listeners, you've been smoking a few packs. I mean, <laughs> what did you use your nine caliber? What is going on? Yeah, I knew we were right wing, but I don't think you're quite that level. <laughs> the next thing you'll be saying, you went down downtown to do a drive by. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do this from a pirate ship somewhere in blooming North Coast. Exactly. <laughs> it was on the news just a minute ago. Breaking news that Japan have just managed to fish out the sea uh, some a couple of rusty old North Korean ghost ships with a few corpses on them. So uh, we may have to find one of these ships and actually broadcast next from it. <laughs> so, I don't know. The quality is going to be very good from a North Korean a North Korean ship that's rusted away. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It might be easier to do off the coast of Eyemouth, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so. With an old fishing boat. <laughs> right, okay. This is interesting. I'm trying not to cough and everything in the process. But it's all good. It's all good. So, uh, so after, I do sound like I've smoked about every 20 fags. But <laughs> It sounds like somebody in the welcome committee in a Mexican E and E department. (laughs) 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 Okay, yeah, all right, yes, you're in the queue now. (laughs) So, right, okay. (laughs) We don't accept travel insurance on the cash. No pesos, you know. <laughs> Super. <laughs> right. <sighs> yeah, breathe. So, after Diane Abbott's car crash of interviews, and. Uh, right. A good segue there. Yes. <laughs> What's the. <laughs> well, at least we're laughing. I don't think anyone else is, but we are. <laughs> exactly. 
So after Dynamics car crash of interviews and um, uh-huh. then there was another. There was a hundred billion euro request or hundred billion pounds, hundred billion uh, yeah, pound request from Junker. Yes. Um, saying that that's what Britain's going to have to pay now to to leave the EU. So basically. So this is what so this is what I don't understand. They're saying we have to pay um, mm-hmm. one hundred billion pounds or whatever back to the EU uh, for leaving. So hang on a minute. So if we've been playing fifty five, fifty four million pounds a day, a week or whatever, to the EU, uh, so hang on a minute. So we're paying them already to be in the EU over the last 20, 40 odd years. And they're wanting, and they're demanding some more money from us just to leave the place. So, we're. I think it's time that we're just not bullied by these guys anymore. I mean, they couldn't do it any better to get a worse deal for their own lot. I mean, yeah, exactly. Because we're, they know that by saying things like that, we're just going to give them nothing. Yes. And uh, and it's uh, you know, and so they're just kind of they're they're spiting their own things to what is it to? Okay. They're you know they're 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 really not. They're making a complete mess of it. Because the thing is, you know, we buy more from them than they do from us. Yes. So, you know, they they really are. I mean, the German car industry is already making complaints uh, to Merkel, saying, look, we're already lost a few percent. We need to do something. They need to make sure there's no taxes on, on uh, German cars and so on and so forth. Um, uh, because it's, it's going to really just kill the market off. And they're going to lose billions. So they're going to have to do something. Otherwise, they're going to be in real trouble. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean... And also, their their bullying tactics they're trying to use regarding to sway the general election because obviously, with the general election coming up, that's going to they're trying to which will help sway voters in a way of voting obviously against the Tories. But by looking at the way, the the well the margin the the percentage margin the Tories are way in the lead and Labour well are just going to be extinct. Uh, if anything, Lib Dems will probably gain a few seats. Uh, taken away off the SNP, which is not going to be a bad thing. And uh, UKIP might get seats, might not, but maybe struggle. I think maybe UKIP are struggling under Paul Nuttall, to be honest with you. Uh, I think they're probably... They might get a few in the north, I think. They might get possibly one or two, maybe. I, yeah, but I think probably looking at UKIP now, UKIP was Nigel Farage, and Nigel Farage has achieved his goal by winning the EU referendum to leave have Brexit basically, he that's what he campaigned for him for years, and he got it. So he there's nothing really else for him to do uh, when it comes to UKIP. So he's he's done what he achieved, and now he's gone into bigger things. He's gone to he's potentially doing thing, helping Trump. Uh, yeah, well, he's a Fox News contributor. Yeah, Fox News. He does LBC shows. Uh-huh. Uh, he's doing all sorts now. So he's. Certainly stepping up in the game, he's certainly done what he's achieved. He's fought hard uh, to get what you uh, to get the votes to basically to for us to have Brexit. Simply, that's it. So, aye, aye. So he's nothing really to fight for anymore. So and now to have a sort of Nigel Farage character again for UKIP, well, I simply say that it's going to be hard to find. And simply or somebody, and if if in doubt, UKIP will either they will get better or they will just fizzle out. I think. Because uh, I think they're 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 too new a party. They're still too new a party technically, but compared to like your Lib Dems, the ones that your usual main three parties have usually just been Tory, Labour, and the Liberal Democrats, um, and Greens, putting around in the back in some 
and that kind of thing. And oh, uh, they're loonies now. We get yeah. we get their information all the time. And they're always putting it through the door. I'm surprised they've got my you know vote out of the EU, and yet they still got the, you know all of the windows, and yet they still put through their their uh, green propaganda yeah. through the door. Yeah. But uh, I'm always going to put a poster up saying no green propaganda. Aye. Or Scott and that, you know, rubbish. Exactly. So, um, so we do. Uh, yeah, so that's your uh, that's what that's what's going on. So at the moment, I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting coming to the general election. The campaign trail is going to be fun. We would like I'm going to try. She's probably very busy. I'd like to try and get Ruth Davidson on our podcast. Actually, I'd like to bring her on. See if we can get her a pre-interview somewhere at some point. All right, uh, it could be interesting. Well, I maybe go, we might have to go and see her. I think I don't think. I mean, well, you'd have to go and visit her maybe at one of our. Meetings or something, but I mean, she's obviously pretty busy just now. We could, but, see, well, um, I could try and get a hold of her, see what we can do, and we can just uh, see if we can bring her on because that'd be great to have her on. That's a good thing about Skype. Uh, she could just, wherever she is, she's in an office, we can Skype her and say, Come on Skype, we'll come on the podcast, and we'll record your pre record and we'll slot it in the interview or uh, next podcast. That could bear be in mind, they will listen to our previous ones to see if it's appropriate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, one like comes on to our podcast and it kills off her career, you know. <laughs> Oh no, we were responsible for the Labour revival of 2017. <laughs> I don't think, I think that'll be fine. I mean, we don't really, we, we Can we do it, it after the election? You know? Yeah. We, Ruth, uh, <laughs> no, but she's on fire at the moment, Ruth Davidson, when it comes to it. She's literally taking Nicola Sturgeon down uh, piece by uh-huh. piece. Nicola uh-huh. Sturgeon's running scared. Uh, oh, yeah. So, well, I mean, she's been saying all sorts of great things. I know. You know, like the, the not out of hell statement was very funny. Um, and then saying she's had a tough week and, and so on. In other words, there's been quite a few. With, and then told her when she told her just to sit down during the first minister's questions. Yes. That was brilliant. That, that was, was just, really... I, I think it was quite genuinely, she kind of represents people of Scotland yes. saying, look, we've had enough of this independence crap and all this socialism. We're fed up with it. The, the country's been just driven to the wall and, they, and we need to deal with them. We need to be much tougher with them. <laughs> They have to be. Um, really? It's all. It's all. I, I don't know how you. Anyone with a beard, you can usually tell the Scottish nationalist. Yeah, true. <laughs> One thing I've noticed that Nicola Sturgeon's kind of looking a bit more. Uh, she's. Every time you look at her, she seems to be. I'm sure she's taking tablets to have a transition, I think. She's looking more like a boy every time. Uh, some male, a man every time, like a little boy. Like. Well, when, when they are progressives. That um, she's about to make the ultimate progressive statement. I don't want that thing coming in a gent's bathroom. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely. Heels and a heels and a beard. Yeah, that looks attractive. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Because they could work for momentum, which is, oh. you know, the Corbyn lot, you know. <laughs> I, can't, I have to say, uh, well, I'd be careful when I say this, there is a, I don't quite get it, actually. There's, there's a place, well, let's just say, a place I go, a place I go to on a Sunday, which you probably guess what it is, I'm not going to but there's somebody who, I was, it took me a while to think, right, okay, I was looking, and I'm thinking, right, okay. Big Adam's apple. I couldn't, I couldn't decide if the person was. I couldn't decide whether the person was a man or a woman, because you know right. some some people get that old, they get older and they maybe 
and you're just looking at them thinking you get some you know you get some old women old, it's like not old but older women that can look a bit male like because they've got like hairstyles that are quite square that kind of yeah they've got the kind of the they've got the whiskers and whiskers and I'm looking at it and going I couldn't I just couldn't decide what the heck is that John Denny Jeff I Jeff I was thinking and I had to actually speak to the. I had to actually ask the question, because to the to the person who's in charge or the person who stands up on a Sunday, uh, and uh, I said, "Am I in, right in saying is that person doing a?" Yeah, I I was kind of thinking. I was thinking the person you got a refund on the tablets. <laughs> I was thinking, how would I ask for a refund, mate? Was it a man transgendering to a woman or something? Was the other way Yeah, it's a man going to a woman. Uh, as much as I, I don't know, it's hard. I mean, I'm not saying any names because oh, just no, in no, case I uh... end up strung up <laughs> later on, <laughs> which I might end up. But uh... well, you're saying they they should have had their money back. Was it making them like grow a bigger beard or something? And what was the no, thing? No, no, no. Just uh, well. I don't think they're working. <laughs> did you think big? Did you think Bigfoot had come into the room? <laughs> I think you've taken the wrong pills. <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe it's a man who's taking the wrong pills, and he's taking the ones for the woman wanting to become a man. <laughs> so he starts growing more test here, and he looks like he looks like Chewbacca, whoever it was. Like Chewie, you're no, the one on Star Wars. No, no just uh, I, <laughs> it's a bit. It's, I'm not sure. I've got more testosterone than a, you know, than a, than a exactly. Neck. It's a bit kind of looking at it going. Huh, okay, so you're one to you. Obviously, it's starting to become a woman because you can tell whether it's not to wear women's clothes. And I'm just still All looking right. and going. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's not really. It's not really words to really say much when you're looking at it. I would just say, yeah. I would rather say go get your money. I would rather say go, either wherever you're getting your tablets from, go get go get a refund. Yeah, or something like, if he says, oh, I'm looking for something or I need something, and you say, yeah, I know a good psychiatrist. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that wasn't on the NHS. You know, yeah, man. exactly. Are you paying for that? They're probably getting the tablets from the NHS. It's probably us that's oh, yeah. pay, paying for them. I mean, it's when they come. It's when they come to get the op later on. <laughs> I don't mind them contracting that out to the Russians. <laughs> so it's some old when he says, "Oh, is there an anaesthetic?" and you just see him giving him a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's vodka. Yes, it's the Russian. It's a Russian vodka. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind contracting out like that at all. You know, <laughs> could save you millions, literally. You know, we, we, See, we'll pay for your for your major operations, did, but you're gonna have to go to Russia yeah. to get them. Did you find? Uh, I'm gonna say just 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 safely. Did you did you manage to uh, contact our new legal team? Because the last one got <laughs> bumped off. Because <laughs> we might need it. <laughs> we get... Yes, this time I've got a whole bunch of Peruvian lawyers. You know. <laughs> Yes, from yeah, they're based up in the mountains. You know. It's quite hard to get to there, like. Ah, it's a four-day hike. You know. <laughs> Once you're on the Inca Trail. <laughs> so uh, that's going to be. And if you survive the food poisoning, you'll be all right. You get there. 
so we have our Peruvian legal team. <laughs> so uh, it could be, could be fun getting them. <laughs> yeah, they promise an eight-day turnaround. <laughs> oh, super. We'll send the carrier pigeons there. That's, that's yeah. the quickest way. <laughs> sad, sadly, our Lebanese legal team didn't survive. So we had to go to the next, Peruvian next. How long these guys will survive would be interesting. So, so, so where are you we're to- running back into the jungle. In fact, what was our what was our next what was our next topic? This is a this is a surreal podcast. This one. This is very surreal. If we've got any listeners left, it's like it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. Win yeah. But, uh, um, well, yeah, we've done the hundred billion. We've done that. Yeah. We've done a bit on nationalism as usual. Yeah. Um, um, we did a bit on the car crash interviews, oh, they pile up. Yes. Um, what else have we been doing? Um, mm, car, you car talk? Any new cars? There's been loads since, yeah. since our last one, it was about <laughs> last year. Let's keep fill up the podcast. Get, carry on. <laughs> it's great. There's a new Range Rover Velar, which is going to come out any time now. Um, lovely looking car. It's um, in between the, what's the, how about, it's a new, completely new model. Um, and it's to fit in between the Range Rover Evoque and the Range Rover Sport. Okay. And you can buy a new one. The first edition is only £83,000. £83,000. Mm-hmm. Aye, but it is rather nice, so, and it does come rather well equipped. Nice. And they do look stunning, actually. I've seen them on the internet, and <clears throat> that'll be some car, some car to have. That'll be pretty good. But, um, yeah, there's been there's quite a lot of stuff that's been launched. I'm just trying to wrap my brains for everything since then. Uh, what have been watching? Oh, what have been watching? What we're going to do is just before Hugh, while he racks his brains, once we've just had a brief sample of the car talk, we are going to take a commercial break. Uh, I'm trying to. I can hear my washing machine uh, going. It's on a spin. It vibrates the whole flat. It's interesting. Um, it's, it's better, better vibrations than a, something out of Ann Summers, but we'll leave that one there. So whenever your washing machine goes around, you're basically saying that they think you've got a woman in your house. <laughs> so they're banging on the door going, dum, dum, dum. Oi, keep it down in there. They're trying to sleep. <laughs> it's my washing machine, honest. <laughs> Tell you, this court is going to be interesting. It's a very surreal podcast for me. So, I can uh, see this going really well on our Christian radio channel. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 we've actually been asked to do a show. Aye. On iHeart, on a new Christian radio station in Edinburgh. Aye. So, um, You're going to call us some some Christians, you lot. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's, we could get well. taken. It's going to be taken off after 10 minutes. So <laughs> Do you think that long? Do you think that long? <laughs> we've That's just spent, very optimistic. We've just spent millions, we've just spent thousands <laughs> on setting this up. <laughs> so that's why we need our Peruvian legal team. Because <laughs> they're going to need to hire, we're going to need them. <laughs> Line two for Pedro. You know. <laughs> so, One moment, please. <laughs> So we're going to come. We're going to take a commercial break, and we're going to come back with uh, some more cars and uh, some more stuff. And uh, we'll. So do we? Yeah, we'll be back. 
Uh, well, I can uh, clear my system. The Kleenex. I'll be back. So we will be back soon. Enjoying the show? Tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to hattrickandramsey at gmail.com. Hi, I hope you're enjoying the Hattrick and Ramsey podcast today. Speaking of podcasts, check out the Geyer Kirk Report Monday through Friday at 7 o'clock in the morning Pacific time. That's the Geyer Kirk Report. And we're on iTunes and we're on Podbean. Hi, my name is Eileen and I'm from EileenSmith.com. Over on my blog and on my YouTube channel, I'll teach you how to use live video and how to make better videos on YouTube. So hopefully you'll get a chance to come over to the YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com slash Eileen Smith. I-L-E-A-N-E. Thanks so much. And I'll see you online. Peace. Hi, Pam Gomez here host of Tech Talk Live, a show brought to you from Nassau, Bahamas, a show that is for the entrepreneur by an entrepreneur. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Tech Talk Live, and be notified when we go live Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hope to see you there. And welcome back to part two of the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. Yes, we've had to do this in two separate days because uh, we were, let's say, it was getting a bit late last night and Hugh had to go to his bed. Um, he's, um, so he had to do it because he was apparently, he had to do a lot of showers today. How many showers did you do today? Well, about seven, S- at seven, least. So you, seven showers. <laughs> yeah, in life of a carer. It's never dull. <laughs> so it's, it's not good when you have to dry somebody's ass and you have to lean down and you just hope they hope they're able to hold stuff in. <laughs> that's the worst, that's the only scary time, <laughs> especially when they start farting and you're like, "Oh no, I'm drying your ass. Do not fart, please." <laughs> I knew that would make you laugh tonight, Fraser. <laughs> so, <laughs> so seven, so seven showers. Or at least, good. at least, I. Oh, that's interesting. So, what did you stick it? It's all good. So, when you when you stick this towel in between the legs and just pull it up and down, it should dry the ass. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> did I catch uh, I'm not going to go into that now. I. <laughs> I suppose you can always make it easier if you don't want to really bend down and. In case they fart, you could maybe get like a hair dryer or something. This hair dryer, the ass dry. It could be an, an option. Just going to blow dry your ass. What do I say? I'm going to burn. I'm going to burn your ass dry. For, for just stick like a. I don't know. Just. Uh, just uh, yeah. could be a there are way. professional cones of conduct there. Yeah, I know. No, it's it's that's the only time, if, especially if they're just out and they're maybe a wee bit, you know, not great for the toilet. Then that's what you have to watch. Because <laughs> obviously you've got to dry them, you can't. They kind of go wet, yeah, and then yeah. if they start farting away, then and you're down below, 
trying to kind of dry them up. You're in prime prime kind of angle to be have a pretty horrific day. Put it that way. <laughs> But it's a great job, though. I really do enjoy it. So that's good. Well, at least you've. Uh, it's good that you're keeping the the residents of uh, the borders nice and clean. That's good. Uh, <laughs> so, what was the bonus? So anyway, so. Oh, anyway, so as I say, um, the breaking news today was that the well, I can hear your wife again. Did you not lock her up? Don't worry. She's just shut the door. It's okay. She's I, mean, out I, the edit, I think editing those squeaks out is going to be nuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. It's a live show. Yes, all exciting. Better than a dead one. You when, know? You get, when you get your office, it'll be great. Can't wait. That's brilliant. It's going to be fantastic. I'll still try and bang the door down, man. I'll still. <laughs> 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 You, you, you can build a flipping garden shed outside your house, lock it up, and like Fort Knox, you still get in. <laughs> it never, it never matter. But anyway, so we're going to the breaking news today was that the um, there was Prince, a, a, a Philip. Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, was uh, called. That's the Queen's husband. Just in case you didn't know, um, he they were called a massive meeting at Buckingham Palace. Uh, all, all the rumours were like literally going round. Oh, did the Queen die? Oh no, is something wrong with the Queen? Oh dear! Ah, that's what they were saying, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah it was quite thought, interesting. They all, they all thought the Queen was going to pop her clogs, so they obviously uh, that wasn't such the fact. Simple fact is, it was that simple that. Philip's in trouble. Uh, yes, yeah, so the simple fact that. Um, the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, decided it was time to step down from royal duties. So obviously, we've been ninety-five, which is kind of understandable. But um, I think it should make him do more speeches because it'd be hilarious. I know. Just <laughs> need to watch. He swears so. like nothing else, by the way. He swears all the time. Yeah. And and he was caught on camera a few times saying he was fed up and doing all sorts of expletives, and it was it was, it was hilarious. But uh, <laughs> I think he'd be brilliant for for TV, you know, I know. for that. You know? So. We, we did get a couple of his usual... He has had a lot of ga- gif- gaffes, as in as saying things that he just shouldn't really say. When, I'd the, love to get his views on Brussels in Europe. I think it would be so funny. It would be really good. So we're going to get his... Uh, this is some of the stuff that he's kind of said over the, the last few years, some of the things that he just shouldn't have said, um, as in when on royal duty. So the first one was that some of the mark, the famous remarks from over the years was... When visiting China, he told a group of British students, "If you stay here long, long and much longer, you'll all be slitty-eyed." That, uh, so obviously, no, not really that PC, is it? Uh, I'm not racist, but <laughs> exactly <laughs> comes to mind. Yes. <laughs> to, so two, and he said this two expats in Abu Dhabi in 2012. Are you running away from something? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> And he said, uh, obviously, to the Nigerian president, uh, Ole Sogan uh, Ambassanjo, uh, perhaps that's interesting, in 2003, uh, who was dressed in his traditional African robes, uh, you look like you're ready for bed. Which, well, uh, to be honest with you, I th- kind of would probably say that myself. You, you go to bed. Because you know how you see all these kind of people from, like, local mosque or from uh, India or wherever they come, they come in, they, they're wearing these kind of big long... Uh, kind of like, like robes kind of thing. Aye, aye. It looks like they've 
nick some some somebody's granny's ninety off the washing line as they're walking by. That's like you, you go to bed. <laughs> Victor- yeah, Victorian pajamas. Eh? Yeah, it does look like that. It's like what, you go to bed. Good grief. Anyway, and he was um, another one. He said after accepting a gift from the Kenyans. Kenyan citizen, he asked, "You're you're a woman, aren't you?" So obviously, you didn't know if they were a woman. So, no, this is maybe before they brought in the transgender tablets. Um, at at Salford, at Salford University, he told <laughs> at Salford. Can I tell you? Can I tell you a funny story about that? Okay, there was cool. obviously there's one. I mean, it really was typical BBC footage. They were on the green. It was when they announced the election. And you had a Lib Dem, you had a Labour person, and you had um, somebody from Momentum, you know, who supports Jeremy Corbyn. Right. And it was that woman, well, it's a man, it's a transgender person. Um, <laughs> and the thing is, it was quite a tall guy. It was clearly a man, you know, or was a man. Um, he virtually had a beard. He had these huge earrings. He had permed hair. He had this massive nose. He was wearing a skirt and these huge big boots. I mean, and I thought he'd just come straight out of Oxfam. You know, he was like, I mean, it was something, and he was, and he had this very deep voice as well. And I thought, what the heck is that on the being interviewed? And I realised it was Victoria Derbyshire, and that explained everything. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> that was... so um, and what he said, um, he asked, at Salford University, he told a thirteen-year-old aspiring astronaut, "Well, you'll never fly in it because you're too fat." <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's nice. Um, to the thirteen-year-old kid, obviously uh, not quite grown out of the puppy fat yet, and uh, said you're not going to fly an astronaut because you're just too heavy. <laughs> so that's nice. <laughs> but that was Rocket bit, fuel's not enough. Yes, <laughs> I bet, I'm guessing that knocked her confidence. Probably. I wonder if she ever became an astronaut. It's probably probably in some locked up in some home now, scarred for life. Um, anyway, in 2011, a female when a female sea cadet told him she worked in a nightclub, he replied. Is it a strip club? <laughs> Fancy that. That's good. I tell you, he's not. He's just. He's not. This guy's not shy. I tell you that. To a fashion writer, ninety-three. Uh, you're wearing. You're not wearing mink knickers, are you? So, certainly, there's the gifts and gaffes of uh, the uh, the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, obviously married to the Queen, and his stepping down from royal duties. So we're, we're going to um, we're going to be bringing in some guests. Actually, we've got some. We actually managed to get some guests. So, we'll play a little bit of intro music to bring these ladies in and uh, we'll be back shortly okay okay give me a second I'm just uh, getting indigestion again I need to stop drinking yeah it's all go <laughs> anyway we're going to bring our guests in after I've bringing up every indigestion possible <laughs> like give time. them a good give them a good uh, a good welcome I'll do it'll that. make all the difference yeah we need to do that right, okay. <coughs> we'll be back professional shortly. professional welcome Right, we'll try. We'll do our best. Okay, we'll be back uh, back shortly with some music just to bring our guests in. We're just going to give them a call. Back shortly. <laughs> Just had that nice music to we've just played to bring in our guests. 
We have uh, Altavis Pelzer, and we have uh, <coughs> Jamila Corbett. I almost forgot her name. <laughs> What's it? It's <laughs> excitement. It's just killing me. Uh, yes. So welcome to the Hatchick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show, uh, broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, and uh, and across the globe. So uh, who do you want to start with? Hugh, welcome our guests. Say hello to them. Hello, hello. How are you all doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no hey problem. guys, thanks for having me on. Yeah, Altavis has actually been on our show before because she was sharing her story. Um, but this time we're doing a different side. We're doing about what they do. Uh, Altavis is a coach and Jamila is, does not just branding. She does the Huffington, Huffington Post and many, many other things. But we're going to find out about uh, what she does in detail by asking her. So I thought, well, we'll kick off with Jamila because she does a, a lot of interesting things. Uh, does a lot of bro- live broadcasts on Facebook and um, et cetera, et cetera. So Jamila, tell us what you do. Tell us your brand. Tell us, just, yeah, tell our audience everything. Go for it. All right. So again, thank you so much for having me on here. It's a pleasure to connect with you. I'm over here in the States, so I know it's late over there, but uh, hello to all of the listeners. I'm Jamila Corbett, and I'm the founder of I Am A Brand. You can visit us at IamABrand.co. So we are we are a global community that's helping entrepreneurs, career professionals, and others build purposeful and profitable brands through learning and collaboration. Now, what I do is I'm a digital marketing consultant, and I help you leverage video and blogging to magnify your brand, boost your credibility, and build a loyal community of buyers. So that's what I do, and that's a little bit about my company. <laughs> okay. So, Altavis, tell us what you do. I know you, your, your unique phrase is unicorn, so tell us more. <laughs> Yes, I am the unicorn. So, hey, guys. Hey, thank thank you for having me back. Great to be in front of you guys once again. I am Altavis Pelzer. I am the voice coach. Not a voice coach, but the voice coach. And I empower women to find their unique voice after going through abuse, molest, molestation, or rape in order for them to realize that they can be the motivational speaker, the author, or the entrepreneur. Okay. Wow. So it's all, all interesting. So tell us a bit more yeah, about expand. You, you have been recently noticed you've been doing a sort of a Facebook lives to try and uh, how to become a speaker on Facebook, for example, or be a paid speaker. So tell us a bit more about that. You're kind of going depth about what you're trying to do with your coaching and the kind of people you're trying to attract. So there's kind of been some myths going around when it comes to what a paid speaker is and a lot of times it's because we've never we, we see all of these, you know, top name paid speakers and we're like, oh, we know that they're getting paid big bucks to be up there. I want to be up there as well. And so I'm giving people the beginning stages. I'm giving them the process, the tips, the plans and I'm showing them the behind the scenes that a lot of people don't want to show. I'm showing them the bumps and the bruises along the way that we really do get when it comes to being a paid speaker. But I'm also showing them that, yes, you can be a paid speaker. You can do this full time. This does not have to be your side gig or your thing over here on the side. It, it literally can be your full time career. And just the simple steps that they can take in order to make that happen. Um, for some, it's a little easier than others, but it is possible for all. Cool. Uh, Jamila, do you tell us about your Huffington, po- Huffington Post uh, experience and wh- how you got into that and tell us what you're working on at the moment? Yeah, so the Huffington Post is just 
anyone can blog for the Huffington Post as long as you have a little bit of credibility and some expertise. And so I use the Huffington Post to educate people on how they can boost their brand and credibility and build that loyal community of buyers. And one of the things that I've been able to do is I have my own Huffington Post column where I just chime in and out every so often sharing my nuggets of wisdom. But my community also has its own Huffington Post column, the I am a brand community, because we are the top global community for for learning and collaboration. And so what we do is we allow our members to contribute their expertise and and share their experiences to an audience, a worldwide audience of millions. And the reason for that is because, you know, like Alta V, she, she knows, she understands the power of your story, the power of your words, the power of your testimony and the power of your experience. And so with our Huffington Post column for the I Am A Brand, community, we we empower people to grow and to share their light with the world. And one another reason to to connect with us in the I'm a brand community is that if you're looking to grow personally and professionally, you want to be surrounded by other people who are doing the same thing. And so that's one of the great things about what we do at I'm a brand is that we have an we have a global network, so we have people from several continents, so that you don't have to stay local. When we tell you that you can share your light with the world, like that's what we mean, and that's what we empower you to do. So that's just a little bit about I'm a brand and kind of how we leverage the Huffington Post for our members. Hugh, would you like to ask anything? Oh, it sounds very very interesting, and I think it's a really good thing because you know. Um, I suppose coming from different backgrounds to have the chance to learn how to be a professional speaker is extremely useful and probably a very good way of getting um, the testimonies out there. Isn't it? And, 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 you know, it's a wonderful marketplace for people to find out these new and great stories that will inspire them. So it sounds, it sounds really interesting. So it's all good. So tell our audience, um, ladies, Altavis, where can people find you if they want to use your service or to hire you to be your coach or something? or whatever else. So I always come bearing gifts first. And so for those who are thinking about playing with the idea of becoming a speaker or telling your story, maybe it's not even being a speaker on stage. If you go to bit.ly forward slash love my voice and put in the coupon code speak up you get a free download of my second book you also get a free recording and the recording is i am strong and it just helps you in that beginning stages of realizing that you have a story to tell not only do you have a story to tell but you have one that can be useful to someone else so they can definitely find me i'm on social media at Find Your Voice Now, and that's on Periscope, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and like I said, on Instagram. You can find me at Find Your Voice Now. Um, I definitely go live at least once a day in the morning, usually for the morning press, where I help you to press into that next stage of your life. And this week, we've been talking about um, our mess to message mission. And so taking the mess that we've gone through and how we can kind of switch it around and turn it and flip it into something that can be a mission or a message for someone else. And if that's not what you do, because not everybody's on social media, you can definitely in- email me at contact at That's good. Uh, if, you're lucky, if you're lucky when you sign up to one of her courses and her and put that product code in, uh, you might get a delivery from Amazon of a, a toy unicorn. 
Um, if you, um, so just no, but those who are in my classes do. <laughs> so if you, if, you, if you suddenly wake up, if you wake up in the morning after a night out and you suddenly hear a knock at the door and it's Amazon with a unicorn and you haven't been drinking, honest. Um, so you're okay. <laughs> no, I promise you haven't been drinking. Drinking. Those who are in my top coaching programs, yes, they do get a unicorn, and they most of them have it in their car, <laughs> driving around with it. People go, hmm, it's a unicorn. <laughs> okay, uh, Jamila, Jamila. So tell us uh, where can people get a hold of you, and uh, people to sign up if want to sign up to use you for their to learn more. Tell us, go for it. Yes, so you could connect with me personally at Jamila Corbett. I am Jamila Corbett everywhere. J A M I L A H C O R B I T T. That's my name, first name, last name. So if I'm if I'm on that social platform, it's gonna be my first name, last name. That's how you can connect with me personally. And if you would like to know more about I am a brand, visit I am a brand. Dot co. That's I am a brand dot co. All one word, not dot com. Dot co is for the cool kids. And I also want to invite you to join my free Facebook community. If you're not ready to, you know, if you're not ready to buy from me because you don't know me, you just met me. But I do want you to join my free Facebook community where we have so much value in there. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a career professional, and you're looking to leverage social media to grow your influence and create a stream of income then I want you to connect with me. I am a brand.co slash boom squad or bit.ly slash catch the boom. And for all of those who don't know, they're like, boom, boom, what's boom? Boom stands for breaking out of old mindsets. And that's part of my brand. So if you connect with me personally, you'll, you'll get it. And I do live stream on Facebook. You'll have a ton of fun. So just connect with me personally, and you'll be able to see all the meat and potatoes. <laughs> you always do a cooking show on a Friday, don't you? Yes, cooking show on Friday, but it's not just cooking. So everything that I do, of course, is on purpose and with purpose. So it's a cooking show, but we also throw in uh, business topics, marketing topics as we're in the kitchen throwing down. So it's really fun. I also have my anchor broadcast on Monday called Boom Pop at 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's good. Fantastic. So well, what we'll do is we'll have all these uh, information in the show notes uh, for Altavis and Jamila. And they'll, so you can either, when you're checking the show notes, you can uh, click on their websites and website and you'll be able to see what they do and be able to connect with them if something they do interests you. So I want to, well, thank you for uh, being on our show. Thank you for telling us about what you do and uh, hopefully we'll have you on again and you can tell us an update of anything um, coming up in the future, etc., etc. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. There we go. We had our guests, uh, Jamila Corbett and Altavis Pelzer. Uh, so hopefully you liked what they do and what they, they said. And if you want to connect with them, you can find out the information in the show notes and uh, you can look them up and take it from there. So we're going to have our car section now. We had a car, we had a brief car talk in the first part of the show last night, but it was getting a bit late and we decided it was time to we will do the second part today. And uh, it's good to do a second part because a few things have happened in the news and um, nothing too major. So we thought, well, we're going to have our car talk now. There's been a lot of cars coming in and out, and it was also in the news today that there's been a slow in the 
the, the, the new car sales because of the new tax, the new car tax uh, regulations. Yeah. And that's the reason. So we're going to have our car section uh, and we'll be back. And we're just going to play some our intro, regional car intro music, which is always good. And uh, we'll be back with the man himself, Hugh Hattrick, on our very own car show. <laughs> Time for Hugh Hattrick and his car show. Go for it. Hello, hello. Yes, there have been so many new car launches in the last six to eight weeks. It's been really quite quite special, actually. Um, I started yesterday talking about the Range Rover Valour, which is one of the most stunning SUV 4x4s yet to emerge from Land Rover, and they don't exactly produce ugly cars. So this one is well worth a look. Starts off at around about £43,000. And if you're like me, you'd like to go onto the internet, onto the Land Rover website, and you can build your own. You can spend hours and hours um, trying to configure your own car and see what it looks like, and then look at the price at the end of it, and then start <laughs> again. You know, you you know it's a fantastic-looking, amazing machine, and well worth it. Um, we've also got new cars with the new Peugeot 3008, which is, again, absolutely stunning and much, much better than the car it replaced. Uh, really one of the most futuristic interiors and a lovely-looking exterior as well. Uh, very practical, very safe, and quite good on fuel. So, yeah, it's it's a, not actually four-wheel drive, but it's got lots of trickery in the traction control systems, and it can actually go through the snow quite well. Um, there's a few videos on YouTube showing it driving in all sorts of conditions and doing really remarkably well, um, for the, for, considering it's not four-wheel drive. We've got also the new Nissan Micra. Um, for all I you have... Micra fans... Made yes. in Sunderland. I saw. Uh, sorry, to, I saw yeah, there was one at the Gale, wasn't there? Yes, there was I one saw at the Gale. One. It was it diff- certainly very different. Certainly different to the usual Micra. Was quite a- it's based. Sorry, it's Go based ahead. on the Renault Clio platform, uh, and built at the same plant as the Renault Clio, uh, but it's a slightly more modern version. Um, it's nice, quite expensive, a bit more pricey than they used to be, um, but yeah, it does look nice and definitely worth considering. Because um, it, it gets a good result, you know, good review. Um, yeah, definitely quite quite a nice have car. Notice there's a different. Have you noticed the four door version of the Ford Ka? Yes, the Ka Plus. Very yeah, different. yeah. Ah, it's a bit weird. Very color sensitive. If you get a duff color, it looks terrible. Right. Um, it's built in India. It's kind of a fairly budget version. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's. I've seen that you best to spend a bit more money. There are some reasonable deals for about nine grand upwards. You're getting cars that are slightly better, um, but they're a bit basic. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't think it's one of Ford's best moments, to be fair, uh, with that car. So, what other cars have, uh, have been coming out recently? Any other ones? We have. You've got the new Mercedes E-Class Coupe, which is stunning. Really, really nice, um, and got some wonderful engines. Especially the AMG versions are, are amazing. Um, we've got the new Alfa Romeo Gilia. Uh, uh, which is the new saloon, and it's it's come up to huge applause in, in many of the motoring uh, press, uh, saying it's just a, a, one of the best cars Alf has made in years. It's rear-wheel drive, it's got a flappy paddle gearbox, um, it's great to drive, um, and it's good on fuel, it's practical, it looks amazing. Um, yeah, it's really ready to take on the Germans and, and beat them, actually. It's, it's a pretty good car, um, and it's a, there's some good deals on them as well. So the, I, that's definitely one to consider. Uh, I'm trying to think, looking down my list here of cars to mention. Uh, I'm just trying to think. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Um, what's the one? Carry on. You had a question there, Fraser. What was your question? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I don't, uh, well, just the cars. Just, uh, you obviously, I think if you run out, we can do more next time. If you can think of it, yeah, I mean that's quite a few there, but there's lots of yeah, there's there's a lot of exciting stuff to come as well over the summer. Um, there's a new um, MG XS, which looks like a small SUV that's going to be launched in the winter. Uh, that's the car that's made in China, but then built in Britain. They kind of bring it over as a as a pack and put it together. Again, it'll probably be very good value because um, you currently you've got the MG GS, which is a kind of slightly bigger SUV, but it's not four wheel drive. But there's some bargain prices for less than fifteen thousand buys you one, which is pretty good for a new car. Um, in terms of the road tax issue, there's a real problem yes. there because people are being caught out. Um, prices of obviously with all the new cars that have been registered after April the first. And, and depending on their emissions, um, they can face quite a, 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 a fairly hefty price increase of minimum, you know, it's like £150 a year. Um, that's certainly for, for, for a lot of cars. I've seen quite a big price increase. Unless it's an electric car, um, then it's not quite so bad. Uh, but it's very complicated as well, trying to work out what you're actually due. But, uh, but, we, but uh, yeah, so it's, 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 I'm not surprised there's been less registrations. Cool. Um, do you think with the new uh, tax law for cars, is, you think it, going down the line, it might just hopefully they'll end up scrapping it, or hopefully gonna, because at the moment it sounds like it's hitting, making a big dent in the car market and uh, sales. Yeah. Well, I think it was one of Osborne's silly plans. I mean, normally they ignored Osborne, and I would have hoped they would have reversed this and just scrapped it. Because I can understand they need to have revenue coming in from car tax, but when you think you pay VAT, you pay new registration fees, all these other things. They should have just made it a simple flat tax and just, yes, okay, they could have done it on emissions base, but it's so complicated this way. It should have just been 50 quid, 100, 100 quid, and 150 quid a year, and that would be it. Right. You know, it would be much easier and more straightforward, but I think they'll have to go to do something like that because they can't afford to have these registrations go down because that's the car industry in Britain. And anyway, it's a, it's, a, it's a why would they want to destroy your own economy or destroy your own industry? It doesn't make any sense. So they need to think about it and, and sort it out. There we go. So there's our car t- our car talk for uh, for this episode, and hopefully next or next episode we'll have some more car chat uh, for any updated uh, updated. Uh, <laughs> put my teeth in. It always helps. Um, any any more news I should say uh, on the <laughs> on that. But it's always good. Um, yeah. So I think that's been our show. We've had uh, some interesting. We've talked some interesting chat. We've done very some, interesting guests. Yeah, yeah. It's certainly been very surreal. And uh, certainly, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a say it's a, oh, and our, just before we go, have you, it'd be obviously today in the in the UK was a gen, gen not not general election, it was local election time for the local council. So uh-huh. I certainly voted, and uh, I for my so have I. I for my one and two, I happened to put Tory and Lib Dem, uh, and the rest I just didn't really well care about. <laughs> so I put Tory and Tory. Oh, and similarly, so did my wife as well. I put Lib Dem because... Aye, because you know the Lib Dem. I thought I'd just do that because uh, being on a, the rest... I don't really want Labour, I don't really want SNP, and I don't really want the Greens, because the Greens and Labour have just been balled up. Well, the Greens are terrible, they're just communists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just commies. Yeah. I'm amazed they actually put stuff through my door considering the amount of anti-EU stickers I've got on my window. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do I need to do to say... I don't think you're going to win me over. You know, <laughs> it's almost as it's like Jehovah's Witnesses coming at your door. Yeah, Sorry, I'm yeah. interested. I mean, I should just get an NRA sticker. 
and a couple of others. You know, you know, one man army. You know, it was like, you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to say to these Jehovah's Witnesses when they come round by saying, "No, oh, would you like a copy of the Watchtower? How about if I uh, throw you off the Watchtower <laughs> if you come round my door again?" <laughs> You don't think he'll be back. <laughs> it's more fun with politicians because you can just argue with them, exactly. and then you can you can send them up the tree with it. They get very annoyed. Um, but uh, but no, they always it's, they were quite a few greenies. There's a there's a, a guy that lives locally has a massive sign up for vote green, so he can live in his mansion, but he wants everyone else to live in a bunker. And that, because that's all they'll ever be able to afford if they get a green government. Yes, and that, exactly. but uh, it's so hypocritical. It's something else. Well. On that note, for our, pod, our latest podcast, thank you for listening. And uh, as I say, if you have any uh, complaints or uh, any, um, you, counteract some of the you can try and sue us. But if they can try and sue you, Fraser, but you only have about three pound in the bank uh, and yeah. you don't own anything, so I think point. we're quite safe. Yeah, I think we are. <laughs> plus, uh, you're going to have to give track our Peruvian legal team down as well. If you, can, no. if you like hiking, you better start now. <laughs> So you better good. go on the Inca Trail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also recommend that if, if you're going to uh, go down the road of uh, changing your sexuality or changing your sex, I recommend uh, try not to, don't buy them off your, your tablets off eBay because you might start growing more chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can tell us a live show because the phone's going. Uh, there it goes. Be, is that Domino's that'll Pizza? Be them, that, no, that'll be the legal team. <laughs> that'll be the one. That's the first lawsuit of the night. Here are. It's for Fraser. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, is that the previous legal team? Yes. Thank you for calling. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, our previous legal team died in trying to... We got taken out. So we had to find somebody else. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to our Good show. Night. It's been great. And uh, till next time, we'll be back soon, and uh, we'll have hopefully next week we'll have another one, and we'll have some more guests on the show, and more car chat, and uh, a general update on what's going on in the news. Nice to be excellent. You. Okay, take care. Say goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bring bring the car in, way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see you later. Bye for now. Bye bye. <laughs>